I'm Jamie Catania from Shovel the Sidewalk. We're a marketing firm in Buffalo, New York, creating brands and creating advertising for small businesses. And we utilize the power of storytelling. Uh, that's why we came out with Sidewalk Talk. We wanted this opportunity for people to share their stories, to motivate, inspire, and share information, especially during this crazy time that we're going through right now. And I'm really fortunate right now to have Joe Gill on the show right now. Joe, thank you very much for taking the time to be on Sidewalk Talk. For having me, Jamie. Appreciate it. Um, first off, I just want to ask, how, how are you doing with everything? How are you? How, how are your family dealing with everything? Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, uh, yeah, it's, we just got a call that a um, family member just got taken to the hospital. So hopefully everything's oh, okay. Yeah, I just found that out today. So my stepsister. So we hopefully praying on that hopefully everything's okay there but yeah now it's getting really close to home now so it's getting yeah. a little crazier but um i try to beside immediate uh people i know i try to stay away from because the news is just so negative really um right now i know it's a negative thing but uh, let's try to spin some of the good stuff so like even in my my facebook feed uh, i just share all good stories man yeah like i call it i call it humanity for the win just sharing good stuff because there's too much bad stuff. And I try to, I found myself last week getting, getting anxiety about everything going on because I was like, you know, immersed in the negativity, if you will. Not that it's not like real life stuff going on, but it's not good for you mentally just to immerse yourself in that. So I tried distance myself and I felt way better the last week. Um, but like I said, it's still happening. So things may, you know, touch you or whatever, you know, so. And, and I hear you on that. There's that fine balance with being aware of what's going on and then just kind of shutting yourself out and, and focusing yeah. on what's important right now. Right. Um, Absolutely. I want to jump right into this, though. And, you know, from what I've learned about you, we, we connected on LinkedIn uh, mm -hmm. during that time. You know, you were I think you were working on a podcast. Um, yep. You share, you collective. Yep. Yep. And, you know, I've been following you since. Uh, I know you've been on a journey um, to find that yeah. new opportunity. Yes. And, you know, for those that don't know, you created an article uh, back in 2016 on LinkedIn where you weren't, you were not only laid off once, twice, three times, but four times. And then you had let me know off air that it was actually five times since. I'm, I'm hoping you can share, you know, how you embraced that adversity, how you overcame those objections, and then where it lets sure. you right now, what you learned through that experience. Oh, God, man. That's a good question. I've learned a lot. So, you know, at 30 years old, I got laid off for the very first time. And it was kind of a merger with a big company. And that's when you first, like, start beating the heck out of yourself. You know, what did I do wrong? What's going on? You thought everything was in, you know, I was at a good company. It was there for like three and a half years. Mm -hmm. uh, and then everything started falling apart. And then you get into bad habits, you know. I was out spending money on my credit card, getting that up, out drinking. Like, not crazy, but enough, you know. Um, really kind of beat myself up. And I, and I found out, like, that was not the way to do it. Sure. So when it happened to me again, I learned from that first experience that what I try to do is recreate myself, learn new skills. At that point in 07, 08, after this is my second layoff, I, you know, started learning digital marketing, social media marketing. Because in 07, 08, 09 is really when it started ramping up from a business perspective. Yep. Um, and really embraced that. And then I was asked to write for a sports blog, which I did. So when I was between jobs, I was creating content and setting up social media channels, seeing what resonated with people, what didn't resonate. I ended up forming my own um, networking event here in Boston, Boston Sports Blog of Palooza. 
I know we were probably nice in some of the Buffalo teams, but uh, <laughs> uh, we call it so. But that, I mean, I my influencer marketing kind of ex- experience started there as well because these were influencers in the Boston sports media space, whether it was traditional media or, you know, Jimmy in the basement with his, uh, I'm sorry, I know you're James, but I didn't mean Jimmy. <laughs> We'll say Timmy in the basement is thinking about the Pats or the Bruins or what have you, the Red Sox. Um, so I did that for like seven, eight years. So I, I built a brand and I was able to build that brand because between jobs, I took that opportunity to build that. So okay. I did that. And then, you know, a couple other times, you know, one was a startup, things happen. Startups are very volatile. We know that anyway, right? Sure, sure. But what was great about that is that my boss there had such admiration for me and he knew I did such a good job that when he went over to another company a couple of years later, he took me over there with him to kind of do some contract work for him when I was between, during another layoff. So mm. Jay, one of the, the things about this journey is like, I may have had many stops, but I've met, I've had many experiences and I've met many people mm-hmm. um, because someone who may have been at a, you know, a job for 10, 15 years may not have that reach of a network as I have now because of all the different stops I've had. Sure. And the impact, because I try to be a team player, glue guy, if you will. I'm always the guy that's like, like get, out, get out of your desk. Let's go get a coffee. You know, mm. crack a joke. Let's go get lunch. Like, you have, you know, you got to put your, your big effort in for work, of course. But you also need time to, like, just decompress and yes. breathe and, you know, and kind of do your thing. So every stop has been a learning experience. This last one, I, you know, I freelanced for about a year and a half. And... That was great because it actually helped me for this situation. Mm. Um, if you want me to segue right into it. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, so <clears throat> back in December of this past year, I saw there was an opening at a company called Avid Technology that I now work for down in, uh, not too far from me. And I have a couple of friends that work for the company that actually one was one of my former bosses. Oh, okay. 13 years ago. <laughs> one was a gentleman I interviewed with. I didn't get the job, but we remained close and still talk so that was good Mm. um because i had that impact on him even though i didn't get the job for his company we still have that mutual respect for each other so both of them championed me left and right in the company so you know february i you know had a remote call with the manager and then a week or two late a week later i had with the uh his boss and then uh right before i went to florida uh on the like uh i supposed to have an interview with the cmo but she was ill and then Mm. down in florida so this is the week of the 29th to the 3rd or 4th of March, but things started getting, started going getting crazy. Um, I had an interview uh, when I was in, uh, you know, when I was in Florida and, you know, the old, I was wearing the suit tie and everything. Mm-hmm. And then wearing swimming trunks on the bottom. I hope she doesn't see that. But yes, I was wearing the swimming trunks on the bottom. But that went really well. And then the Thursday night after doing, you know, walking 25,000 miles at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom, I, mm-hmm. I got the call uh, from... Uh, the, the recruiters saying, you know, can we talk tomorrow? And I'm like, this will be on the Friday. I have an early flight. She goes, you know, really excited to talk to you. Of course, you'll ask yourself, well, if she's saying she's excited to talk to you, it has to be something good. For because sure. If you didn't get the job, you know what I mean? They wouldn't have said all that. Um, so I ended up landing in Bo- uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, uh, mm. regional airport near us, uh, playing a little phone tag, went shopping. I got the call, said I got the job, and it was like kind of a relief. And at the same time, like, I it was like I was excited, but I just didn't like go ah, you know what I mean? Like just mm-hmm. like it was a relief, right? Because I was freelancing and the jaw in in the uh, business dried up and so forth. And then mm-hmm. um, 
So I got that job. That was great. Got home. We had a pipe burst in the house <laughs> when oh, I got home. Man. So that guy that did that. And then got the offer letter on the 9th. And then, you know, we had a scare at my son's school about the coronavirus on the Tuesday. And then on Friday, they called school off. And then I talked to my wife and friends. They go, they're going to be called more than just Friday off. And then the next week, we had a couple contractors in the house trying to put our house back together and all this stuff. And then, you know, they, I kept asking the, the company, am I still going to be brought on? Because I would completely get it if they pushed me out. I mean, I get it, right? This sure. But they're like, no, we want to get you guys on board. You made a commitment to us and we want to help you guys and get you benefits. And I was like, wow, that's like cool. And even the first call I had with my company, they're like, number one priority is your family and your health. Number one priority. Which is how how it should be. Yes. Because I think, Jamie, right now, companies' actions will speak volumes on their future. Because if you are like – you probably know who Jeremy Jacobs is, very big in Buffalo. If the way he treated the TD Garden staff down here in Boston, mm-hmm. that he didn't pay them. Uh, he also, you know, uh, said he paid them at the last six games of the NHL uh, schedule will get, get canceled, which they're trying to do this in July, right? So they weren't mm-hmm. – he wasn't paying them, and they laid them all off, and then now they're getting no money. Mm-hmm. And, the, the, you know, being a Bruins fan, as you can see, I mean, mm-hmm. I love the team, but I don't like the owner. And now a lot of fans don't like him even more, if that's possible. But then you have people from, you know, uh, Texas Roadhouse and of Columbia Sports where the CEOs are not taking salaries for the next year because they're going to give it to their workers. So that's that, huge. Yeah, it showed, from, you know, your, your, your marketing firm. So, brand, you know, brand recognition, brand awareness, you know, reputation management. Yes. Huge right now. I mean, you can either make it or break it for yourself right now. You can. I'm seeing the best of people and the worst, and there's not much middle. Yeah, polar opposites. Is my, is my long-winded answer for you? So no, that was that was great. And you know, as you know, a, a brand is everything that you do. It's not right. just your logo. You know, the color scheme that you use. It's right. literally from how you treat your treat your employees, and also how your employees, when they leave the job, treat other people. Absolutely. You walk into a store wearing your, your company logo, you're still representing your company. And this is a, oh, yeah. this is a time, you're very right. This is a time right now where we're seeing how brands are, you know, going to go That's forward right. in this new age. Right. Um, you know, the, you see the companies retrofitting there, like Nike and, um, you know, Bauer Sports down here in New Hampshire, uh, Bauer Hockey retrofitting their uh, factories to make masks and gowns yes. and fanatics, fanatics doing I don't know if you saw the story. They did like taking the Philadelphia Philly jerseys and then making masks out of them and they're making the, the robes and all of that. And mm-hmm. Mets fans said they wouldn't wear the jerseys, which is kind of funny. But, oh, um, but that's the stuff that people are doing. That's the great things, you know. Um, yes. But, you know, you'd be judged on how you act in these times. And, you know, that kind of goes into the next part of the conversation with the importance of, of personal branding. Yes. You know, in the meantime, people that may have – you know, unfortunately been laid off. Um, it's a tough time right now. We're all in this together. Um, what do you say to those right now that, you know, they don't have a personal brand developed and they're, they're also putting off the the power of of storytelling with social media. Um, what do you recommend for people? Well, you know, if you haven't done it, you have a lot of time to do it now. Um, Mm -hmm. everybody's home. Everybody's on the computer right now. Um, 
you kind of you kind of straddle that fine line between being you got to be somewhat sensitive to the situation, but you still need to put my food on the table and do your job. Um, like my job right now has been a pleasant distraction. Not that you want to call work a distraction, but it has been right now because it's new for me and I'm kind of just going through things. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, my personal brand. I mean, on LinkedIn, I, I've been on LinkedIn. I was on LinkedIn forever, and then in uh, January of eighteen is really like when video really took off and the content started taking off, and I got. The video capability because not everybody had it right off the top at LinkedIn, mm -hmm. um, and I was just I was following like a dozen different influencers, thought leaders. I hate the word influencer, even though I'm an influencer marketing manager, but I like calling it. I think you see my word value went into like leading with value, right? Yes, yes. Influence is a byproduct of that, right? So, um, but then you know, really tell my story, saying you know I'm, I'm a cancer survivor too, so I, you know mm -hmm. throw that in front of me, and I'm like, hey, throw pandemic on top of that. Why not? Let's go. You know, throw it as a cherry on the top. So I don't know if it sounds weird that, you know, I've had my moments these last few weeks, I'm not going to lie, but I think I'm more, I don't know, programmed to kind of deal with adversity because that's all I've kind of been dealing with the last 15, 17 years, if you will. Um, to tell those stories, people can relate to the stories because, you know, family members, your spouse, you know, your friends say, oh, I know where you're coming from, but they don't unless they walk your shoes. Um, and there's been so many people on LinkedIn Brian Schulman and Jake Melton, a couple of guys that, you know, I was going through some, some things and they helped me out through it because I was going, they went through the same stuff, mm -hmm. same exact stuff as me, right? Which is uncanny that, you know, there, you know, there's a path that other people have taken with you, if you will. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, just to provide that value, you know, also you want, don't want to make it all about you because that's not what it's all about. It's also being value add, right? I, I talked about social media, social media marketing, you know, best practices, content marketing, influencer marketing. And just sharing, you know, value with everybody, you know, so you want to mix it in with the inspiration, the motivational stuff and educational stuff, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, learn from Gary Vaynerchuk is a big, uh, um, you know, uh, social media thought leader or digital market thought leader, if you will, that mm -hmm. I've been following him and got on TikTok because of him. And that's a great, incredible platform where you can really make your mark as well. Um, you know, Instagram, of course, is another one. LinkedIn is probably the V1 right now, I would say. But Instagram, LinkedIn, and now TikTok is starting to ramp up. Other ones, YouTube as well. Other ones to really be on, I would say. Sure. Facebook to a degree. I know they're pushing groups a lot on that platform. And Twitter's, I, you know, kind of more of a, now it's kind of inundated with what's going on. But, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's a way to kind of push, you know, push uh, information, start conversations. But just be yourself and be authentic as much as that sounds cliche. And, and, you know, just tell your story, like what you, you know, you, your firm is doing with all these different people. I kind of saw the little bit of the doctor from the, from Houston there, former astronaut, mm -hmm. uh, talking about how he's saving people and all that. And he's like, it's just my job, which is very admirable, you know, true hero. Absolutely. Um, but that's a story that people want to hear right now, right? I mean, they want to hear about the, the, the heroes and the good things and all the, you know, like for instance, Bob Kraft of the Patriots just got a million and a half masks from China. He flew the Patriots jet over there and, Picked it up. Wow. And, yeah. And, you know, uh, you know, he's got money, in, but he's not sitting around spending and he's doing it to help people. Right. So um, it, it's just like, you know, and sharing that content with people like <clears throat> you might see, you, uh, you probably know the show, The Office, right? Yes. You know, Jim, uh, John Krasinski. I don't know if you heard about the Some Good News Network. He put together yeah. a couple of days ago. He created his own show, right? Yeah, so he, you know, had his kids draw the logo for him, and he kind of just, you know, had Steve Carell on. And Steve Carell picked up a piece of paper, like, you know, the graphics that usually say your name underneath, and he's like, just, 
I'll tell you right now, man, uh, John nailed it because this is what we need right now more than anything right now is good news. Like, mm-hmm. it showed a, a girl who just recovered from cancer and she was going home and had all these cars on each side of the road, you know, certain distance apart, but beeping the horn and welcoming her back. And, you know, that's the stuff people need to concentrate on right now. I mean, you got to be kind of cognizant of what's going on in the world, but you don't have to, as I said, immerse yourself in it. Because it's just going to mess you up mentally. I mean, how can it not? Um, so, you know, I've done things in my neighborhood. We have a lot of young kids here. Mm-hmm. And my son's six years old. And as much as we think we're having it bad, I'm sure they're having it way worse than we are. Because they don't get know why they can't go to school. They don't know why they can't see their friends. They don't know why can't I get closer than six feet. Right? And it's just like, so, you know, we started this thing this last Saturday, March Ween. So we had everybody dress up when they take their walks, not together, but when they take their walks throughout the day, everybody was dressed up in costume. Nice. Which is great. Oh, yeah. it's great. Yeah. So it's, it's great when you have it, you know, being a marketing, right? I mean, I didn't do it for marketing purposes, but when you come up with an idea and people really embrace it and it resonates, it takes off, it's, it's gratifying beyond gratifying, right? So we did that. And then we did um, our neighbor's daughter. Uh, her birthday, of course, you know, six, seven-year-old having a birthday, not having a birthday party sucks. I mean, I'm not oh, going to, yeah. you know, so it was pouring on Sunday. So me and a couple of the neighbors got in our cars and then we drove up to her house. She has like a half moon driveway so we could die to do the rounds. Hmm. And, you know, playing that song by the Beatles, you know, you know, they say it's your birthday, cranking it out and nice smiles going, you know, so that's what we got to have. I mean, that's, we got to do the good stuff, man, for each other. You know, People want some sense of, of normalcy right now. Again, we don't want right. to ignore the situation. Sure. But yeah. it's things like that that reminds people that this is just this is just temporary right now. Yeah. There yeah. was a there was a normal, there'll be a normal, it might be a new normal, but it can't be all gloomy stuff. And I, well, I agree with you. <laughs> I mean, it sucks for everybody right now, but there's other people that it sucks way worse for right now. They're going through way worse stuff right now because of this thing. No jobs, health issues, way worse. Because we have to sit home for probably a couple months. I mean, that's the way it's probably going to shape up to be. Hopefully, mm-hmm. maybe by mid-May, things get normal or June. Um, it is what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you know, you can't blame who's in office now. and Because it doesn't matter right now. It just, it's just we need to get together as, the, uh, as, as a, a, a human race. I mean, just not to sound hokey, but it's true. I mean, Very true. I mean, they're lifting sanctions against countries who don't have good relationships with just to try to help each other out because that's what it is right now. It's not about any, like the history's like gone right now. It's just like helping each other. That's it, you know? And there's, there's really nobody to, to blame. We're, we're all in this together. Doesn't so to see either. something like that where countries are helping each other out, after this is over, the relationships are going to be even stronger. So well, I, Countries have brands too, if you think about it, right? That's, I mean, that is true. We all have brands. I mean, sorry, I'm chewing eyes. Terrible. Okay, no, you're good. <laughs> it's, you know, it will, you know, when you're nervous, to, you know, whatever you got to do. But no, it's, um, again, I've seen a lot of good things come out of this. Um, I mean, I remember when 9-11 happens. I, again, I kind of, you probably remember it to a smaller degree. Oh, yeah. No, I remember it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm sorry, I didn't need to do the age thing at all. No, <laughs> you're good. You're you know good. what I mean? But um it, 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 that day was just, you know, uh, a day that I'll never forget in the aftermath. But the thing is, it's like, 
this seems like 9-11 to me in smaller chunks, if that makes sense to you. If it makes any sense. Like every day is a little, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a slow ramp up. It's not a, wow, holy crap thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's when you got to mentally prepare for it every day. Every day you get to mentally prepare for you for your next day. I mean, that's the way I look at it, you know. I, I agree. And and for you, you know, working from home right now, just yeah. joining Avid, what was yeah. it, like the middle of March, right? Yeah, middle 20, of March. We could go Monday, man, two weeks in. So, you know, what do you – and you didn't even get that full, all right, hey, I, I know what's expected. I got to know what to do right now. How are you managing – because I know that you said you have children – how yes. are you managing a, a, a work home life balance and how, how are you doing everything right now? Like what's your, what's your secret to Formula, being productive? Yeah, there's no secret. There's no blueprint. You do the best you can. You know, as you can see behind us, you know, now that I'm in my home office, if you on the bedroom, you'll see there's a sign behind me because everybody's like, are you painting? I go, well, that's been like that since like August because my wife hasn't finished it. So mm. there's a note on it saying it will be painted. So, but my son came in on a call. I had a call with a vendor, excuse me, prior to this. And he's a ham like me. He's like, he's old man. He likes to be in front of the camera and do his thing. But, you know, he walks in and all that. And, you know, they were laughing. They, I, everybody gets it now. Mm-hmm. You know, some people work remotely. And, you know, the kids come in, you're like, ah, get out. But now every, everybody's going through it right now. So it's like, you not only have to be your own person. Okay? Mm-hmm. You got to be, if you're married, you, get, you, you know, husband, wife. You also have to be not only a parent, but you have to be a teacher now. Mm. Uh, entertainment staff, you know, everything. I mean, you have to do it all now. Like, and I look back at this and I remember I had to watch my son this before I saw my gigs. My wife was working on February vacation and he was just out of his mind, six year old going bananas. I'm like, that whole day I was just like, ah, you know, like, oh my God, I, I can't handle it. Now I'm like, well, this is that every, I mean, not like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just now like, how dare I complain about that when. Look what we're going through now. But we're together, mm-hmm. three of us together now. It's a little different. But um, I think preparing me for what's going on now from a work standpoint, when I was a freelancer, mm-hmm. that I would talk to clients on calls once a week. I would get what I have to do from a deliverable standpoint, get direction where needed, has helped me now because I just basically tra- – it's like even though I'm working for Avid, it's almost like I'm they're my client right now. And my boss said to me, just treat yourself as Joe Gill Incorporated. You're an agency. Okay. So that's what I have been doing. Right. So, mm. um, and he's been awesome. He's given me kind of autonomy to kind of put this influence a marketing program together, which has been awesome. Like he's been awesome so far. The whole company has. Um, but again, that has been helped to transition out dramatically because I did, I didn't really transition from it like a work environment standpoint. Cause I just got up and stayed at home and just did mm. my thing. Now when I go back to the office, when this gets back to normal, it will be at that's when the transition will begin because sure. I haven't worked, I haven't commuted and worked in, uh, at a job since November of 18. Mm-hmm. Um, so by then it's a year and a half, right? So that's going to be a little bit of a transition, but I'm sure I'll get over it quickly. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's all a transition. It's, there's no blueprint for what's going on right now. And, you know, to all those people that have lost their jobs, my heart goes out to you. Cause like I said, I've been there and remember you can always reach out to people, uh, on my, you saw that story. I said, if you need to talk, reach out. I've been there. Yes. Not from a pandemic, but end of the day, it's the same thing. Money's not coming in and you beat the hell out of yourself. Yeah. Why me? You know, but um, we're going to, like you said, to uplift this at the end, we're going to get through it. And uh, things like this, like what you're doing right now in your firm, uh, this is a way to do it. So good job. 
Thank you very much. And the, the positives that come from this is we have the technology to stay connected. We got yes. video conference. And, you know, I, I, I could only imagine if this would have happened 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah exactly. Where we didn't have this. We, you know, can be with our families for the most part. Right. You know, if, if you got children, at least you're, you're seeing your kids every day now when before you had to go to the office, you know, people that are traveling and stuff like right. that. So that's an opportunity to be with them. Dude. So they're, you know, we got to, we got to focus on those positives right. and um, Absolutely. no, but we're going to get through this. And, and Joe, thank you again for taking the time to be on thank sidewalk you, talk. What is, it. what is the best way for somebody to reach out to you? Is it, is it LinkedIn and, and yeah, uh, sure. TikTok? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Joe Gill eight, eight is pretty much my handle almost on every platform. Okay. Uh, also, I've done, you know, work in the past with my uh, company, Valuant, so you can check that out too. But uh, no, love my, you know, love my things at uh, time at Avid, but reach out on LinkedIn if you need to talk about what's going on. And if you lost a job and if I can try to hook you up with anybody that might be able to give you an opportunity, please don't hesitate. That's what it's all about is uh, building relationships with people through social media and, yeah, and, and giving value to those and not, yep. not asking for something back. So no, Joe, thanks again. Really thanks, appreciate thanks, it. Jamie. Thanks. Well, everybody, thank you very much for listening to sidewalk talk. If you know anybody that has a story to share, please visit our website at shovelthesidewalk.com and click the podcast filter. There's a form where you could just sign up real quick and we'll get back to you right away. You can also stream our podcast on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and every other uh, media player that's out there. Um, thanks again, everybody for listening. And this has been sidewalk talk.